Oh, these are like lava going into my ear holes. Yeah, they don't feel good. Wow, guys. Wow. God damn! Is it fall yet? It is not. When is it technically um, fall? I think like October. I feel like September, part maybe of September. September. Maybe September. Because you know why? When I was little, I had a uh, Precious Moments calendar. Mm. And um, <laughs> yeah, I remember looking at September and I was so excited because I wanted it to be like a swimming pool or something. And it was like leaves. And I was like, that's stupid. But then August was swimming pool. And I'm like, Ugh. well, I guess August is more summer, right? Yeah, for sure. But like uh, my birthday's in September. So I wanted my birthday to be like the summer fun month. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah. leaves. Get out of here, leaves. Fuck your leaves. Yeah. I get it. I didn't have a Precious Moments calendar. I got a dog calendar for a while. Yeah, I didn't. My parents weren't like, you know what my baby girl loves? Precious Moments. <laughs> Somebody gave it to me. Probably from like church or some shit. Do you remember when we would walk around the mall, they had those fucking calendar kiosks? Yeah, like every Christmas time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I it was miss just the a kiosk mall. of calendars. I, you don't. I went to one recently. I just went to whatever Fashion Valley because my cousin had to go to the Apple store. <laughs> and he was like, this is going to be a minute. And I was like, I'm going to go walk around with my kid. And we we're walking around. And I was like, this fucking sucks. Well, it sucks now. Yeah. Because there's like nothing there. Not a lot of people. Not, there's nobody in the kiosks. It's like all abandoned and every other shop is open. That's what yeah. I was thinking. I guess well, I haven't been to Fashion Valley. That was at Fashion Valley. But everything there is like, here's the Louis Vuitton store. Oh, yeah. And here's well. fucking Hugo Boss. And my kid's like, can we go on that one? I'm like, sure. Don't touch anything. Oh, yeah. Don't look at <laughs> shit, man. Yeah. And then people look at you when you come in with a kid like, fucking, what are you doing in here? And I'm like, I don't know either, man. Yeah. I have no idea. He wanted to come in. Yeah. Uh, but, but, he likes your purses? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. So we're here to look and yeah. not touch. Well, it used to be that there was always like a KB toys and it would have mm -hmm. like fucking toys exploding out of the door yeah. and then like Hollister would just like smoke you out with like the smell of perfume mm -hmm. and then there'd be loud music coming from like wet seal. Yeah. You know? It was like a cool teenage place to hang out. Yeah. And then like every kiosk person was like, can I curl your hair for free? Yeah. Try on these sunglasses. Want me to etch some shit? I could etch it with your name on it. I went to the you mall. Know. I went to the other mall mm -hmm. in uh, Grossmont for whatever. Coldstone, right? Taking yeah. the kid to get some fucking ice cream. We yeah. got followed around by an old, old man who just wanted to look at us with our ice cream and my kid. And he kept being like, what did he say? Oh, oh he was talking to you? Bless you. Yeah, m many times. Oh. He had ice cream uh -huh. over there. Yeah. And then we went in to get ice cream over here. And then he got in line behind us as if to say, I need another one because I want to stand awkwardly close behind you and your kid. Ooh. And then he talked to us in the store. And my kid like was that. like looking at him like, the fuck is this guy? You know? Yeah, you're like, good, good, good radar kid. Yeah, Watch good out radar. for that guy. And then he kept being like, oh, just their spirit talks to you. And I was like, okay. What spirit? The kid? Yeah, the kid's spirit. Kid oh. Children talk to you through their spirits. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, like, I would have probably talked this guy up forever. I was like, okay. like, can't you feel it? Isn't it just the best? <laughs> Like, that would have been my response. I, I just went with a smile and like, ha-ha, yeah. yeah, spirits and shit. Oh, crazy. Uh, I went to that same mall recently to take my kids to go see a movie, mm -hmm. Super Pets. And I was like, it was like early on a Sunday morning. And as soon as we walked in, I'm like, this place is fucking deserted. Like, yeah. this feels creepy. Yeah. And you remember how you used to have to, like, buy the tickets outside? Mm -hmm. There's the whole glass window where you go up to the booth to buy a ticket where, like, none of, there's no line. They're like, just come on in next to the concession. We'll sell you a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Do you just want to walk in? Well, now you have to pick your fucking seats. Yeah. Oh, I, we picked our seats and there was, like, an older couple in, in front of us, but, like, also being helped at the same time. And I just picked some middle seats with four of them, you know, yeah. like, four in a row. 
picked them. And then the lady was like, we want these ones. And the guy was like, those are no longer available. And she was like, are you serious? They just got taken right now. She was pitching a fit. And part of me felt really bad because I don't give a flying fuck where we sit in Super Pets. Yeah. Like, it does not matter. <laughs> no? No, it does not matter. <laughs> I ruined this lady's day. And I would have asked to change them or swap them. But she was being such a bitch to that guy that I was like, fuck you and your seats. <laughs> also, I don't know why they were going to see Super Pets. Right. They were like an older couple. I guess some people like to go see like Pixar and yeah. DreamWorks shit. I mean, maybe she doesn't have any streaming services. And so she's like, I can't wait for this to come out. How else will I see it? You know what? Buzz Lightyear's already out. I'm like, didn't that just come out in theaters? Because yeah. I was like, oh, we'll go see that one. And then Super Pets popped up. And my kids have been seeing all those commercials on like YouTube and shit. Yeah. So they wanted to go see that. Um, Very exciting story. I don't know why I'm telling you I know. This. I, you know. Same shit. Listen, it's just us hanging out now. It is. All <laughs> shit we didn't talk about since then. <laughs> Seriously. Speaking of since then, do you want to hear my goddamn Aaron? Yes, I do. Okay, so my goddamn is that last Friday, Aaron and I got to rage against societal norms yeah. and pretend that we were in high school again, and we got to go see Sum 41. Hell yeah. At one of, like, an old-ass venue that we used to go to in high school mm-hmm. and see shows, mm-hmm. and now they sell booze, mm-hmm. and it was so fun. So hot. Like, I never... Very hot. I've never... I was drenched, and I'm not exaggerating. Like, you could have, like, wrung my clothes out, drenched in sweat and other people's sweat, not just my own. Like, Mm -hmm. we were sandwiched in there. My cousin poured water um, all over me, and so Mm -hmm. I had the luxury of being like, it's mostly water. Oh, Lee did that to me down the front of me, so Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, the front of me is water. Back of me... I got both sides. Everywhere. Like, my pants were so... My shorts. I don't even know what was happening. It was so fucking hot. It was... My shoes were wet with sweat. That that might have been booze. I spilled a lot of beer, too. Like, holding beer while fucking next to the mosh pit. Long story short, the time of my fucking life. Borderline dangerous. No. Yeah. It was so hot in there. Oh. I, at one point, literally lifted my head up to try to get some sort of air from the top. Yeah. And Sean was like, it's not that bad. Like, stop bitching. And I'm like, he's really tall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, fucking crouch down to my level and take a breath. And he did. And he was like, this is awful down here. I'm like, yeah, I want to be up there where I can catch, like, a fucking a breeze. whiff of fresh air. Like, I'm just breathing in sweat farts and, like, yeah. hair. I was... On the very back edge of the mosh pit, so I had more air in front of me. Uh, yeah, that was nice. I was like, mm, three rows of people behind you. Yeah. I don't oh, know so bad why I was up there. I think there was a tall guy in front of me, and I was like, gotta get in front of him. Can't see. I know. You and Ross were over there doing your thing, and I'd like run up and talk to you, and then I'd run back over here and yeah. jump around. And yeah. then I'd run up and talk to you, and then run back over here and jump around. Because there were <laughs> tall people, like, basically between all us. between us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, like, security guards and stuff were next to us, and they were very tall. And But it was nice being right there, because then you had, like, you could breathe every once in a while. But it was also not nice being right there, because you'd, like, fucking catch one to the face every once in a while. Yeah. Just get knocked down. Yeah. But you get back up again. Yeah. Never going to keep me down, you know? (laughs) For sure. Speaking of, one of our friends went in the mosh pit. I went in the mosh pit. I think everybody went in the mosh pit, except for me. I was like, I'm too old for this shit. But everybody went in, and one of our friends came out with a fucking lump on his head. Yeah. And a little dumber than he was when he entered. Yeah. I was, like, trying to check his pupils and shit. Like, are you okay? And he's like, I'm fine. I'm like, I don't know, man. He was showing me at the bar. He doesn't normally talk to me. Like, we're, we're <laughs> He's cool. really nice. <laughs> yeah, he's really nice. We're cool. But, like, we don't, 
we don't we've never really talked or whatever and we were at the bar afterward and he was like check this out and being like super nice and like showing me and I was like you are concussed yeah <laughs> yeah he was there is something there's no way you don't there's okay. no way <laughs> like you're being overly friendly right now <laughs> <laughs> I love him he's funny he is funny anyway what's your goddamn well, life is fucking nightmare right now. Oh, so no. I have a pick your own adventure. What do you? I, oh, okay. I have a okay. heartfelt. Ooh. I have a shocking. Ooh. Or I have just fucking chaos. I so, want shocking. You want shocking? Yeah. Fuck okay. your heartfelt. Chaos sounds stressful. Okay, you chose be, right then. I want to be shocked. <laughs> fucking Hank chewed a battery. Oh my god, is he okay? Literal shocking. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine now. Well. But, I don't know where he got it. I don't know whatever. Oh, but it's like my I, biggest nightmare. Yeah. This fucker, he comes to me and he's just like staring at me. And it's nighttime. And so that's not normal. Like he, yeah. he'll stare at me if he wants food or has to go out or whatever. But he's just like staring at me. And he was kind of like whining. I was like, what's your deal? I don't oh, know what's going no. on. Oh, no. Right? And then he threw up and I was like, oh, no, my baby, <gasps> oh. right? Like, that's so sad. What I feel happened? like this is turning heartfelt. Uh, no, it's not. Okay. Um, so then I got, I cleaned it up or whatever, and then, you know, thought it was over. And then Brandon came out and Hank did it again. He threw up again. And then he kept licking his lips. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I made him drink water and like Aww. tried to get him into the kitchen and stuff. He fucking threw up three times. Oh my all God. All of his food. Then I found the battery and he had fucking battery acid in his mouth. And so <gasps> then like the water helped flush it out or whatever. And I gave him some milk. And apparently that fucking settles the acid in his stomach or some shit. Oh my God. Did you have to Google it? Like, what do I do when my dog eats a battery? Yeah. And then we called like the emergency vet or whatever. And they were like, I mean, if. Like, watch him, mm-hmm. but and if it gets worse, like, obviously take him in, but yeah. otherwise, like, they're just going to watch him. Okay, so, so, like, keep an eye on him. Hopefully he'll stop throwing up. Yeah, exactly. And he fucking lived. I mean, he My God. Yeah, and yeah. he lived. I mean, saved listen, yourself fucking $500. Yeah. 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 How long ago did that happen? Sunday night? Oh, shit. Night? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. I'm always worried about that with Chip now because Chelsea, d- like, never really chewed on anything. Mm-hmm. Chip has chewed up everything. I can freshly vacuum the floor and in two seconds something will have been torn to shreds. And I'm like, I don't, I can't even identify the object. Like, <laughs> it is gone, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. And I would so have had no idea, that. but I found this little battery and it was wet and it had a hole in it. Well, what what size battery was it? Double A. Oh, but fuck. I guess the battery acid inside it or whatever burned his little mouth and his tummy. Do you think it like exploded or something? You know how they say don't puncture him? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But he kept like his licking his, his lips. And I thought he was like, oh, you know when you are about to throw up in your mouth kind of waters? Yeah. I thought it was like that. But I think it was him being like, there's fucking acid in my mouth, man. This <laughs> it's hurts. It's burning? Yeah. <laughs> my skin. I ate something spicy. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I'm glad he pulled through. I mean, me too. That is know? literally shocking. It is literally shocking. <laughs> I see what you do. He's so silly. You said I'm not clever. Okay. You're, are you going to tell us your other two? Or are they just on the... I mean, they're on the fucking docket. My okay. kids started kindergarten. It was great. Yay! But- Mine starts in like two weeks. Yeah, and the uh, chaos one was Brandon flooded the garage. Oh, how? Uh, <laughs> the giant pool that we have in the driveway. Yeah. He was like, I'm just going to deflate it, <gasps> and then it'll it'll go down on one side, and all the water will go down off the edge of the driveway. Yeah. And then he turned around like, I'm so smart. This is working so well. And then he looked back, and the other side had collapsed, and it was just pouring into oh, the garage. Oh, the wrong way. Yeah. And most garages are angled so that all the water goes out into the driveway or whatever. That's like, that's like a... Um, Science. 
Well, it's also like, like up it has to, code. to get. Yeah, there yeah. it is. I was like, for fucking permit. I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah, our guy not up to code, I guess, or the middle has sunk. I don't know. Might have been pre-code times, you know. Made a fucking pond in the middle. Fuck. At least that's really hot. Like it'll yeah. dry up. It dried really fast. Oh, good. Um, but my kid ran up because I was upstairs. My kid ran up and he goes, "Mom, don't go in the garage." And I was like, "Oh, gotta go." Okay. Yeah. Can you tell me why? And he's like, "No, just don't go in the garage." And I was like, "Well." Oh, he fucking ratted him out. He yeah. ratted his own dad out. Well, Brandon That's said, bitch. Brandon said he he looked at Brandon and said, I'm gonna tell mom not to come downstairs. <laughs> and then ran away and Brandon's like, okay. <laughs> also, um, just a fucking, I don't know, maybe a, a letter to the editor. Who who decided that cement bags that hold cement should be made of paper? Should be made of fucking yeah. paper. Yeah, I don't that know. That shit exploded oh, in our garage. No. Yeah. Or like Do you right now have a brick. Well, we put it in a bucket, so the bottom of the bucket is probably a brick. And oh, by we, no. I mean Brandon. Yeah. So I don't was know. Was he like fucking hurrying to uh, he try was to save it? Rage mode. Oh no, that's. And I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna go back upstairs. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend that I, I'm gonna listen to my kid. And he told me not to go down there. Yeah, you know, so. he had the right idea. Yeah, he was um, just looking out for you. I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy. Yeah. Yeah, that was just chaos. Jesus Christ, lady. It's been a nightmare. I had to, like, think of what my goddamn was going to be. Did you want to borrow one? Yeah, I guess I could. Shit. Yeah. Fuck, Listen, man. man. Life is coming at me fast and to the face right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, you should slow down. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> to the face. Well, on that lovely note, you should fucking take care of yourself or some shit, you know? Like, take care of you. I know. I need to slow down and take some time for myself. That's right. Speaking of treat yourself, girl. Oh, heck yeah. And treating yourself. How do you feel about magic? I love it. How do you feel? Here for it. How do you feel about mines? You know, I couldn't live without mine. (laughs) Oh, I see what you did there. Okay, well, you better listen up because I got something to tell you about magic mind. Tell me. Not Mike. Oh, disappointing. <laughs> but I'm sure you'll bring it back. What okay, is it? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So this little drink from Magic Mind, it's got matcha. It's got vitamins. It's Whoa. got energy. It's got, it doesn't have energy. The matcha is the energy. That's the caffeine part. Hell yeah. It's got honey, so it's delicious. Ooh. Anyway, if you're a kind of person who likes taking wheatgrass shots or if you're like, Mm, wheatgrass isn't my thing, but like I love treating myself, then you've got to try this Magic Mind drink. Mm-hmm. It's a cute little shooter drink. It's a pretty little bottle. It feels like you're like getting your nails done or something, and you're like, mm, I'm so bougie. I got my little drinks. Just a little special something something. Mm-hmm. And it's healthy for you, so what? I love that. You love healthy things? Uh, no, but I love treating <laughs> myself. <laughs> it, honestly, it makes me feel so good about myself when I get to drink it every morning, and I like look at the sunshine, I take the little shooter, and I stare out my backyard, and I'm like... <sighs> Today's going to be a good day. Today and then I is a new day. Fucking repeat that mantra over and over and over and over again so I don't murder someone. And you know what helps me with that? Magic Mind. Heck yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you guys head over to magicmind.com. And there you can use our discount code ISGD20 and you can get 20% off your purchase. Or if you go get a subscription and get a whole shit pot full of it, <laughs> then you can get 40% off. What? That's Fucking almost 50%. I don't know if you're aware of how math works. I but am. That's quite close. That is quite close. That's a lot. That's it's a lot. So many percents. I love that. So it would almost be a crime for you to not try it. Whoa. 
<laughs> yeah. 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 And then go tell all y'all friends and y'all friends' friends because we love supporting our small businesses, our startup businesses, our Take friends, care. and we love taking care of ourselves and we love treating ourselves. So go try it, goddamn fam. Try it. Hell yeah. Let us know what you think. Yeah, tell us. Anyway, so again, that's magicmind.com and use our promo code ISGD20. Woo woo. I have been taking little timeouts for myself throughout the day. And I feel like when you were telling me your chaotic life, I was like, I need a break. (laughs) No, no, no. I was like, normally I would be this worked up. Like, even listening to you, I would be worked up over you telling me. But like, I'm so fucking zen. Ain't nobody going to touch this. Oh, shoot. Except for like one thing will happen and I'll freak out. But like (laughs) right now is good. (laughs) I like that. My God, you're so sweaty. Oh, yeah. So am I. Yeah, I I can. I just touched my leg. My leg is fucking sweaty. Oh, no. Sweaty everywhere. Okay, so this month I'm going to tell you about Eliza Sherman. Okay. Could be pronounced Eliza. Eliza? Eliza? I like it. Okay. So in 2013, Eliza Sherman was a wife and mother of four who worked as a fertility clinic nurse in Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. Eliza and her husband, Samford Sherman, mm, had raised... last name, having motherfucker. Yeah, I know. Check this motherfucker out. Had raised two children together and had the perfect life, or so it seemed. <gasps> bum, 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 bum. Set the scene. I'm gonna. Turns out that Sanford wasn't that great of a husband. Uh-oh. Now, allegedly, Sanford was the type who was always worried about money, who would complain all the time to family and friends that Eliza spent too much money. Ew. Yeah. So, First of all. Uh, fuck you. Yeah. You're welcome for me <laughs> even being present here. For spending all the money. Yeah, for even gracing you with my ability to purchase goods. You're welcome for those new fucking drapes. Yeah. We needed a new couch. Yeah. Fucker. Yeah. Dude, side note, couches are so expensive. I know. Shit, man. That's why I figured she had a nice one. Spending all that money. Yeah. Spending all your money on me and spending time on me. (laughs) Oh, blast in the past. Okay. So he would like run around town, all of his friends, all his family, be like, "Ah, she spends too much money. So not fucking nice. Not nice. Sounds like some shit. Talking shit. Gonna get fist. Is dick. (laughs) I don't know. Where's this going? (laughs) Who knows? So it sounds like he was pretty abusive verbally as well. Oh, no. And on several occasions, Eliza wrote to her friends and family via email that she feared for her life for what he might do to her. Oh, my God. So I don't know what was said. I don't know if he was physically abusive, but like, not that great inside the household. Yeah. Eliza was actually the daughter of a Holocaust survivor. Fun fact. And she wrote to her rabbi that she had been, quote, battling and struggling with a controlling, hurtful spouse for many years. So she's opening up also that, like, hey, shit isn't going well with him. Yeah. Things are going bad. I need some help. Oh, man. So it's kind of, like, pretty common knowledge that Sherman was sort of a jerk. Yeah. She even went as far as to send herself an email stating, basically, if anything happens, you need to go talk to Sherman. Or, like, go look at Sherman. Because this fucker's coming for me. She sent herself an email? Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, she's leaving breadcrumbs. Yeah, yeah. Between the years of 2006 and 2010, it turns out that Sherman was actually having an affair. (gasps) Fucker. What a prick. Right? And finally, in 2011, after 30 years of marriage, Elisa hired an attorney. 30 years? 30 years. Four kids. Like a whole fucking lifetime together. 
And, and she, she was, was like, fucking over it. Girl, she got it. She was like, I'm done. You know with what this I'm man. worth? More than this. Seriously. So she filed for divorce and she got an attorney, a divorce attorney by the name of Gregory Moore. Okay. And she filed for divorce against Sherman. Mm-hmm. The divorce was like really drawn out and nasty, as you can assume. Mm-hmm. But in 2013, it was finally coming to an end. So this is like two years of trying to fucking get this shit done. Man, if he had been having an affair for that long, like, why why draw it out? Like, you were in the wrong. It you sounds know? like, he, well, and he kept saying to all his friends, like, I'm going to divorce her. I'm going to divorce her. Like, why didn't you then? Yeah. Like, then, you probably would have given her an out. She was probably like, please fucking divorce me. Yeah. I'm going to buy another goddamn couch if you don't. <laughs> Shit, man. Oh, you think I'm spending money now? <laughs> Watch me now. I'll show spending money. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, like, if you're, if you're having an affair, just fucking do the divorce. Like, right? ah, sorry about it. Yeah. I'm we over don't need it. To fight. No, you no. You can keep that couch. Well, he was so worried about her getting any kind of money too. So then at, around but this But you time, did wrong. Oh yeah, 100%. And around, she deserves all your money. Seriously. And while this whole divorce thing was going down, he was like telling all of his friends and shit like she's never going to see a dime out of me, which I feel like is pretty common talk, but I guess yeah. it, it kind of was escalating where people were like, "All right, man, like can we talk about something else? <laughs> like literally anything else other than your fucking divorce? I don't care. I get it. You don't want her to take your money." Yeah. Fucking frugal ass motherfucker. <laughs> well, maybe you shouldn't have stuck your dick somewhere it don't belong. Right? Or Maybe you should have divorced her first before you had an affair. And then you'd be entitled to your money. I wonder if maybe that's why he didn't want a divorce because of, like, fucking money. That cheap-ass bastard. You think that's what that was all about? Like, it costs money to get a divorce. I mean, it costs less money to get a divorce if you're not infidelity. Uh, Infidile. Mm -hmm. Infantile. (laughs) (laughs) We know words. So, back to our story here. So, it's finally coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Now, originally, Eliza had actually hired a different divorce divorce lawyer than Gregory Moore. Mm-hmm. But for some reason or another, the one she had hired, their license got suspended or something like that. Uh-oh. So, oops. She's going cheap. Oops. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so Gregory Moore had to, like, take over her case. Okay. And right from the start, she kind of had problems with Gregory. We're going to call him Greg. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like I shouldn't call a grown-ass man Gregory. Gregory. Unless I'm, like, you know, dating him or something. Gregory. (laughs) My cat's name is Greg. Gregory. He he went from mother to, like, girlfriend. Like, ooh, Gregory. (laughs) Okay, so Greg kept asking for delays on the divorce case because he wasn't quite ready to appear in court. Mm -hmm. And it eventually got to the point where the judge was like, no, man, like, I'm not going to— Grant We're not you dragging the shit on forever. Any more extensions. Yeah, like, yeah. you got to do your job now. Yeah. Like, it's been two years, bro. Like, come on. Yeah. you got to do your job. So, cut to March 24th, 2013. Now, Aliza has a, t- a teen son, and that teen son lives with her. And on that Sunday, the March 24th, she told him that she needed to step out for a few errands, like, pick up some medication. She was going to go to her parents' house, stop by and say hi. And that she was really sorry that she was going to have to leave him for the Sunday, but that she would bring him pizza for dinner at night as kind of like a, sorry sorry about about it, it. I'm back. Nice. Okay. So she was gone the majority of the day, running around, having a good old time. Yeah. And eventually, sometime throughout the day, Gregory, (laughs) (laughs) as I struggle to not say his full name, her attorney Greg had sent her a text saying that Aliza had to come in to like finalize some paperwork or something like that before the big court date. That was going to happen in two days. So he asked if she could stop in. Yeah. So she was like, sure, I'll come swing by. 
So it's 5 p.m. and she's walking to her divorce attorney's office at the 55 Erie View Plaza building in Cleveland, Ohio, in case you wanted to know where exactly. she, she was. Yeah. yeah. Aliza had actually spoke to a friend that day and was saying that like she was unexpectedly having to swing by the lawyer's office and the friend was like, hey, do you want me to come with? Like, I know this is really hard stuff to deal with. Do you want somebody there? And she had declined and was like, no, 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 it's fine. I'm just going to go do this thing and then I'm going to get back home. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So as she was in front of the building, someone wearing dark clothes approached her and began attacking Aliza and stabbing at her ferociously. Oh, God. Out of nowhere. She was stabbed 11 times total. <laughs> Once in the right arm, twice in the right side of her neck, and eight times in her back. It's oh my 5 p.m., so it's, like, broad Daytime. fucking daylight. Yeah. Like, everybody can see what's happening. And, like, everybody's just getting off of work from this little fucking plaza. Well, it was Sunday, so I don't really oh. know who, okay. what kind of plaza okay. it was. It kind of looked like a... Um, Business like a building park. that would be, yeah, it looked like a building that would be hopping during the week. Yeah, like, well, I, I guess know. that's what I was expecting. But I, yeah, it's, I didn't realize it was Sunday. Yeah. I mean, I knew, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't knew. Listen. My heart was there, but I, didn't I don't know. listen. <laughs> okay, so fucking random ass attack. 11 yeah. times. Yeah. After the swift attack, the assailant quickly ran away. <laughs> yeah, swift. It was swift as fuck. Very swift. <laughs> Happened very quickly. The assailant ran away, and Aliza began screaming, obviously. And a nearby she was still alive. She was still alive. A nearby janitor who was in the building that she was going to was cleaning and heard these screams. And so he goes outside to be like, "What the fuck goes on here? Like, why is somebody screaming?" Yeah. Can you knock off the racket? (laughs) I'm trying to mop. (laughs) And so when he walks outside, he finds Elisa like drenched in blood, covered in blood. He says it's the most amount of blood that he had ever seen in his life. And it was just, like, pouring all over, all over the ground. Fucking terrifying sight. That's terrifying. And she was, like, staggering, still standing outside of the building and, like, struggling to speak. Oh, my God. she was trying to say something. She got stabbed in the neck. Yeah. Twice. So he immediately calls 911. And he tries to soothe her. And she kept trying to say something to him. But she was choking on her own blood. And you couldn't make out what she was saying. Oh, my God. And you can literally hear it on the 911 call. (sighs) I don't want to hear that. I didn't listen. I don't want to hear it either. But somebody that I read said that you could hear it. And I was like, mm, don't need those kind of nightmares. No, 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 no. All right. So he calls 911. Yeah. The paramedics arrived and they rushed her to a nearby hospital. But she eventually dies from her injuries. Oh, my God. It was clear right away that this was not a robbery because Elisa had her purse with her and literally came with her to the hospital and everything. Yeah. And she had a bunch of jewelry on her and everything. And the attacker didn't take anything. Just literally ran up, stabbed her 11 times, ran away. Also, that's seems a lot of work. pretty targeted. It does. It seems pretty, like, aggressive, too. Yeah. For, like, a hitman is what I'm thinking. Like, seems pretty aggressive for a hitman. Some yeah. stabbing. Like, yeah. I feel like hitmen are like, mm, I'd rather just do a pew pew. Yeah, from a far away. Not a shakinky kinky. No. Now, back at Aliza's home, mm-hmm. her teen son is trying to get a hold of her. Like, yo, mom, where's my pizza? Yeah, where's that pizza? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Getting the munchies. Yeah, hello. So he's trying to get a hold of her, but obviously she's not answering. And it's like 7 o'clock at night at this point. Mm-hmm. And so he reaches out to his older sister, Jennifer, and he is like, hey, you're I guess she's like super close to her mom, Jennifer. And so he was like, hey, since you're super close, like, do you know what the fuck goes on here? Like, where's yeah. mom? What's where's going mom? on? You've seen her. Yeah. Have you heard from her lately? And Jennifer was like, hang on, let me check my phone. Like, I guess she had been doing something all day long. So she didn't have her phone with like she hadn't paid attention. She just happened to catch 
her brother's call. Mm -hmm. So she looks at her phone and she sees that at around like 2 p.m. She had gotten a text from her mom saying like, hey, I'm going to have to swing by the lawyers. And her teen brother was telling her that the mom said like, oh, I'm going to stop by grandma and grandpa's house. I'm going to say hi to them. But Jennifer was like, that's kind of weird because, like, she knew that the grandparents were out of town. Oh. So she's like, why, you know, mom's probably. Why would she pro- say that? Yeah, maybe mom's protecting the teen son from. The lawyer thing. From the lawyer thing. That's the only thing that she could figure. But she's like, okay, we really don't know where mom is now. So we need to go. Yeah. Like, figure this shit out, right? So Jennifer immediately tries to call her mom several times, but obviously doesn't get an answer. And then while she's like, frantically trying to figure out where the hell she's at, the teen brother calls back and says that the local police had just called and that they said that they were on their way to come talk to Eliza's family. Oh, God. Yeah. Now, obviously, everyone knows that this is not going to be good news. So Jennifer hops in her car and she rushes over to her mom's house where her teen brother is and also Sherman is. Sherman Mm. and the brother are inside. Why is Sherman there? I guess they live there. He I don't there? know if he lives there or not. I'm not sure that whole fucking living situation. Mm. But Sherman's there with the teen son, and Jennifer didn't feel comfortable with Sherman in the house, so she asked her brother to come outside with her and wait for the police. And so they waited outside together while Sherman waited inside the house. Is Sherman her dad? Yeah. She wow. did not like her dad. Like, her, it sounds kind of like he was an asshole. Yeah, like, sounds like it. And the house was pretty, like, you know, tumultuous. And yeah. there were three other kids, you know, like the four teen, kids total. Yeah, four kids total. But there were three other kids that didn't live in the house anymore. And that teenage boy was the only one left in the house. So he's gotcha. the only one having to deal with it. Oh, my God. Yeah. So police get there and they confirm everyone's worst nightmare and tells them that Aliza had been murdered. Ugh. Now, back at the crime scene... Police weren't able to recover that much evidence at all, but they did actually find out that there was security footage of the whole attack. Oh, my God. But as we all know, the cameras were turned off. No, it was just super grainy. Mm. So even though you have footage of the whole attack and everything and the assailant running away, you can't really tell who it is. Yeah. So the attacker clearly attempted to disguise themselves. So all you really see is someone dressed in dark clothing, wearing gloves, and their face and head are covered. Like, I don't know if it's like a hat and a mask or something, but they're running away. Mm -hmm. And there's actually several different point of views from the security footage, but you can't really tell. And I've watched it, and I'm like, oh, for sure, that's like a female chick running away. But it's also security footage, and it has, like, you know, it's kind of choppy. Like, they don't take the frame rate or whatever is, like, so much slower. So you couldn't tell if it was a female's gait? You can't really tell shit. Mm. It just looks like a person bundled up in a lot of fucking clothing. Mm. Mm -hmm. Not right now. Not in this economy. It's too hot. It's so hot, especially right now. (laughs) Who is so hot? Now, since Gregory Moore was the last person to talk to Elisa— And fucking lure her to this office? Mm -hmm. Naturally, Greg was the police's, like, first main person of interest. Yeah. Or at least let's go fucking talk to this guy. See see what's what's going on. So they Let's check out those documents. Are they for real? Precisely. So they questioned him, and he explained that Elisa was due to stop by for a meeting with him, but that she never showed up the whole time that she was being murdered, obviously. (laughs) Wait, I have to get to these documents. (laughs) I'm busy. And he says that he was just like hanging out in his office waiting for her. Like, Uh I don't know. Like, I was just waiting for her. Crazy. She's still not here. Yeah. What the hell? Do you know where she is? And then he walked outside and was like, man, the parking lot needs to be hosed down. Yeah, there's something wrong here. Yeah. There's blood everywhere. So the police are like, okay. Did he ever text her back? Like, hey, are you coming? 
Yeah. Just wait. Okay, so the police dig a little further into Greg's alibi because mm-hmm. they're like, okay, if you were in office, we should be able to figure that out pretty quick, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they discovered that this motherfucker was lying. So mm-hmm. the badge scanner for the building had showed that he had left the building an hour before Eliza had even shown up. Oh, my God. And what a fucking prick. Exactly. Gregory. What the fuck? And the phone records, like, back up this data that he wasn't in the building when he was texting her. So Why? Several. I don't fucking Bro, know. Bro, you're a lawyer. Right? Like, what a terrible idea. First of all, you should know that you're going to get caught. Honestly, like, what a fucking idiot. Discovery, investigation, whatever, like, evidence. This guy's not smart. So, apparently, it took him fucking two years to have a divorce. (laughs) To settle a divorce. He didn't even get to it. Oh, it gets so much worse, Aaron. Okay, so, this guy... Everybody in the office was like, yeah, Greg wasn't here at that time. Like, during this time, he had left at this time. He was not here. I don't know what why. What a like, fucking yeah, idiot. Yeah, exactly. He was like, no one will question this. <laughs> yeah, Why was she fun. here unexpectedly? Oh, this text that I sent her. Obviously. No one will question that. Right? Okay. Now, they pull Aliza's phone records to see, yeah. like, what the fuck was going on in her final moments. And they find that there was a bunch of text messages between her and Greg. Oh, Jesus. The day that she was murdered, Greg had asked her to come into the office to finalize a few things before the big day, right? Mm-hmm. And when Aliza had arrived, she texted Greg while she was, like, walking up to the building saying, like, hey, I'm going to be right there. Like, I'm on my way up. And Greg replied back with something along the lines of, like, come on up. I'm in my office. <gasps> what a pants. What the fuck? She then sent him a text a few moments later saying the door to the building was locked. Like, I can't get in. And then Greg was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to run right down and I'll let you in. Bitch isn't there. He's not there. And then it took forever. And Aliza eventually sent him another text message that was something like, dude, it's fucking cold out here. She didn't say, this is not a quote. But like, I'm cold out here. I'm going to go sit in my car where it's warmer. Let me know when you open the door and I'll come up. Like, I'm not waiting out here anymore. Yeah. And it was when she turned to walk away to go back to her car that she was attacked. From the building? Like from inside, so she didn't make it inside the building. She was no, I know, but like I assume she's near the door. Yeah, so then she was attacked she... like right outside the building. Oof. She was like walking back to her car to go sit in it. I don't like that. I don't like that. What the fuck? Why? 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 Why did Gregory do this? Greg also had sent several other text messages to Eliza after that that were like, "Why did you miss our appointment? Like, oh, where good. are Cover you?" Your tracks. Yeah, nothing like, "Hey, I'm here. I opened the door." You want to come on up? Like, where you at? Nothing like that. I don't see you. Yeah. Also, I'm here. I see a lot of blood out in the parking lot. I see an I'm entire murder scene. Yeah. Wow. I see you, actually. Yeah. Right there. Let me stop texting you. No, it's fucking idiot. So, police officer. Fucking moron. Yeah. This, what a moron. Who would I think know. this would work? I, well, he's it, a lawyer. Listen, it gets so much weirder, okay? So, the police were like, this is super suspicious. Yeah. Like, why is he lying about him being in the office? And why would he make Aliza wait outside? Like, was he setting her up for a trap, essentially? Yeah. So, since the police now know that Greg had lied to them, they're able to get a search warrant for his office. Oh, good. They search around, and they discover something super interesting, but not really that related to Elisa's murder. It turns out that over the last few years, the local courts around town or whatever had received several bomb threats that were phoned in, and they would always result in court being closed for the day. Was this motherfucker just planning days off? Well... 
Some awesome detectives happened to notice that each one of those days that a threat was called in, they correlated perfectly with a day that Greg was due in court. What? And that he wasn't ready for those cases. What? On those days. So. This motherfucker was calling in bomb threats when he didn't do his homework? Exactly. He was planning his fucking days off with a bomb threat. So he would call in faking a bomb threat. They'd close down court and he'd get his ass out of the fire. So he'd buy himself a little more time to get his fucking case together. You know what's easier? What, like just being like, I need an extension or I'm not a good lawyer? Or just doing your fucking job. I'll get a different job. Maybe go sling some tacos on the corner. Jesus. That sounds more like I'm trying to say be a pimp. I meant like, you know, literally like a food truck or something. (laughs) (laughs) Which is also hard work. Yeah. No, I mean, just maybe he's better at that than fucking putting together paperwork. Is he even a lawyer? Yeah, he's a lawyer. Are you sure? Like he's a fucking... Yeah. Certified. He is certified. Certified lawyer. Calling in bomb threats. Jesus. Right? Oh, my God. Mm. This Mm. guy is a piece of fucking work. Right? So, now, remember that he had filed for so many extensions on Elisa's divorce. So, like, was this all a fucking setup so that he could get out of going to court? Like, did he set her up? There's no way that I'll win this. I need my client to die. Like, that's pretty fucking drastic, right? But he was also calling him bomb threats. Yeah, but, like, more than likely, I don't know for sure, but more than likely, you could also get jail time for calling him bomb threats. Like, fake bomb threats, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's not cool. But, like, you're not going to get life in prison. No. Like, that's a... What if, what if he had, like, hired somebody just to injure her and rough her up and scare her or something, you know? Or what if he did it himself? Like, oh, I'm just like, going to fucking, fucking stab her a bunch of times. Yeah, but then, like, didn't realize, like, oh, fuck, that'll actually kill a motherfucker. Like, you got to be careful how deep you stab. I don't know. I'm just spitballing Eleven ideas over times? here. Eleven times is pretty aggressive. Pretty aggressive. Like, but he's that's... looking for another extension. Like, she just got attacked. We need another extension. Yeah. What if? Isn't that weird? Do we not know? Well, I'm going to keep going on. Okay. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I'll keep speculating with yeah, you. But. You got to speculate with me. So now police are like, this guy's shady as fuck. And it took till 2016 before Gregory Moore was indicted on charges of tampering with evidence, misleading Eliza and the police. Okay. And lying to the police. He ended up pleading guilty to one count of falsification for giving the investigators inaccurate information on the day of Elisa's murder. I feel like this should also be like manslaughter. Right? Like that should be on there? Yeah. Well, in 2017, he also pleaded guilty to falsification and inducing panic charges in the separate case for the fake bomb threats. Mm-hmm. Overall, he was sentenced to 180 days in jail. 36 months of community control, which I'm not quite sure what that is, because then he also has 150 hours of community service. Hmm. Anyway, but no, there was no manslaughter, but he did get in trouble for those bomb threats separately. And in 2018, he resigned his law license. He was like, I don't think I should be a lawyer. In hindsight. (laughs) Turns out I'm not good at this. Wait, I can't call in bomb threats? Mm, God damn it. How else am I supposed to get a fucking break around here? This shit's hard. That's why they pay you the big bucks, dude. Right? That's why lawyers get paid a lot. Also, I'm a little shaded out by this law firm because, like, her first lawyer had his license taken away, like, revoked. And then this one is, like, fucking calling in bomb threats. Like, is nobody keeping an eye on these fuckers? Is it the same law firm, you think? It was. Like, Greg picked up her case. Jesus. Yeah. 
What are the other people there doing? The janitor was watching somebody get murdered. I don't know, man. Like, it's fucking intense. Jesus. So what's interesting to me is that the police did not immediately suspect Sherman, the, like, you know, husband, this disgruntled ex-husband kind of thing. Yeah. It wasn't until friends and family came out saying to the police, like, hey, you need to look at him because some weird shit has been going on that they started even looking into his past. Jesus. It turns out Sherman had opened an overseas bank account in Elisa's name right before her murder, and he had the power of attorney signed over to him. And it just so happened that before her murder, like really, really soon before her murder, he had pulled out all of the money from the account, and it was like $2 million or something insane, like a lot of money in the account. Oh, my God. Right before her murder? That he pulled the money out. Yeah. Actually, Aliza knew about this account through her divorce findings. Like, they were uncovering shit and doing the forensic analysis of your accounts and all that shit. They came across this account, and they were like, hey, why do you have an overseas account? And she was like, I don't. And then they looked at all the signatures and shit, and she was like, I didn't sign that. And they're like, well, it doesn't matter because the fucking bank account is drained now. And she's like, that wasn't me. Like, this is the kind of shit I've been dealing with. This fucker is doing some weird shit, and I don't want to be a part of it. Oh, my God. Exactly. After her murder, a little fun fact, after her murder, Jennifer, which is her daughter and Sherman's daughter, actually took him to court to get him to have to use some of that money to aid in finding Elisa. He was, she's like, you have fucking a million dollars you're just sitting on. You need to help figure out what happened to mom. Oh. And she went to court for it. I don't know what the outcome of that was. But I do know in that trial... Sherman's best friend, Larry, he was a police officer or something. He testified that Sherman had come to him asking him how to commit the perfect murder, like how to not get caught. Well, not like this. Really. And Larry was like, like he gave the typical answer, like don't wear fucking clothing that people could recognize you in. Don't drive your own car. Don't like cover your face, cover your head, cover your hands. Basically ways that you couldn't be identified. Yeah. But nothing more ever came from that conversation. But he was like, yeah, that's kind of weird that he asked me like how to murder someone. Yeah. He also said that Sherman, all he ever talked about was like the fucking divorce and how much he didn't like Elisa. And it was like getting to the point where he didn't want to hang out with Sherman anymore because he was getting uncomfortable with how the conversations were going. And he felt like his friend was kind of basically coming off his rocker. So he stopped hanging out with Sherman. Oh, my God. Right after telling him how to commit the perfect murder. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotta help so you're going to be super mad at me. Oh, no. Is it? Is this he- is this is everybody's freed. Nobody has faced any kind of charges for Eliza's murder. We still don't know who did it. So the only thing we have are these two suspects, right? That's it. That's all we got. The disgruntled ex-husband Sherman or the shitty ass lawyer Gregory. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, you know, between motives, did like Sherman kill Eliza knowing that he was going to have to give up a bunch of money in the divorce? So he like set it up for her to be killed. Yes. And then do you think that the lawyer just got lucky? Like, like, do you think he was like stalling or something and trying to make it like... I think they were working together. You think so? I wonder yeah. if they knew each other. But what if, what are the fucking odds? What are the fucking odds that homeboy lawyer Greg dude is like, fuck man, I'm not ready for my case. I'm going to tell her to come here to sign some papers and then somehow gaslight her into being like, this is your fault because you didn't come sign the papers, even though he's not there to sign the papers. And while he's pulling this stunt, the same time, his she just fucking happens to be murdered. Happens to get no, murdered. It definitely has something to do with Gregory. Gregory lured her there. Yeah. And then he told whomever, mm-hmm. hey, now's your chance. And yeah. then he was like, I'm out of there. I'm not going to be around for it because oh. that's my alibi. But also, oh, wait, because that doesn't make any sense because I text her. So I'm really bad at alibis, even though I'm a lawyer. Yeah. You so should be I'm like the best fucking, at it. Yeah. Create this little story that was very 
dumb. Yeah, a lot of holes. Dumb. A lot of holes. Very dumb. So do you but think... But he was working with someone. You he think... was working with whoever attacked her. <sighs> Gregory knows who attacked her. Do you think Sherman was involved also? Pay Sherman 42, Wallaby Way, Sydney. Yeah. Definitely knows. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, he so? was probably... Greg and Sherman were like, hey, man, I don't know you, but, like, we both have something in common. You're not ready. I don't want to give up my money. Guaranteed. After all the extensions and stuff, Greg and Sherman were like, they met each other in court a few times. Do you like, think yeah, Sherman was like, I got an offer you can't refuse? A hundred percent. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. He was like, you seem like kind of a screw up. Yeah. So let's talk. Yeah. And Sherman was like, or not Sherman. And Greg. Greg Gurry was like, I hate doing my job. And yeah. Sherman was like, man. You're not going to win. <laughs> Here's the thing. We can prevent that if yeah. you just, you know. Set her maybe. up and I'll have her attacked. Do you think maybe Sherman was like, but she won't be killed. So was Sherman in the house with the teenage son I when she was doing all of this? No. I have no idea where What's Sherman his was. Alibi? I don't know. You know, I yeah. want to know what his alibi was. Hmm. And if it wasn't him, it was the girl that he was having an affair with. Oh, see, I had thought that too for a second. Like, what if it's a jealous girl? Yeah. But then how did anybody know? But also... Why? Because the only two people, it sounds like, the only two people that Aliza texted were actually her friend. She had sent her friend, right, saying, like, hey, I have to go do this. And her friend was like, do you want me to come? And she said no. And the daughter who didn't know until later. Yeah. That's why it's Gregory. But, like, who knew? Yeah, I guess Gregory. It's Gregory. Gregory knew and whomever Gregory told. So look at Gregory's phone. Gregory's a motherfucking snitch. Yeah. They had his phone records. Right? Yeah. So they were able to, like, fucking... Look at it. Clarify. You were not in your office. Like, you said you were. But, like, they have to know something. And they just need more evidence or something. Sure. I'm sure. There's got to be, like, he was texting her, being like, where are you at? Blah, blah, blah. And then he was texting someone else or calling someone else and being like, she's there right now. Guaranteed. Oh, shit. Well, she was texting the whole time, giving him her goddamn... Crack the case. I wonder if he was like, hey, let me know when you're close. (gasps) And then she was like, I'm walking up. Yeah. By the way, there's a $100,000 reward for information leading to her ca- her arrest. That's a lot of fucking money. I don't That's know. If, a lot of fucking money. I don't know if it came from that 2 mil from that offshore account, but uh it is the fun fact. It is the largest reward in you know when you're like, "Man, I should really look up how to say Quioga. Quia, you know how like we have Quiamaca? Uh-huh. And nobody can say it. It's like yeah. that. Quioga. Quiahoga. How's is there county. a J in it? It's a county. Um mm, there's a G. Anyway, in that county's history. Wow. <gasps> Guys, if you want to stick around and listen to us opening some things, hang out till after the closer. Death if you don't. Uh, so if you want to check out pictures pertaining to this case, go to isgdpodcast.com. And while you're there, please join our Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you get one extra episode every month. And for as little as $10, you can get behind-the-scenes access to every single episode that we ever do, which means that you get all the raw footage and there's video included. So you can see Aaron and I sweating to death. And it's to death. totally worth it. To death. Also, you should join us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. The handle is at ISGD Podcast, motherfuckers! Sans motherfuckers. It's just <laughs> ISGD Podcast. You can email us at isgdpodcast at gmail.com and snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Yes. Okay, let's open this shit. All right. Also, I'm too sweaty to open it. (laughs) I don't think I could grab Uh. anything right now. Okay. Oh, it's a book. (gasps) Oh. What is it? A bird black as the sun. Oh, Jesus. California Poets on Crows and Ravens. Who's that from? Is there an 
inscription? Oh my god! Is there a letter? Uh, is there literally nothing? There's nothing. Is it there? Like, is there a signature on the inside of the book cover being <laughs> like to Aaron and Stacy or Stacy and Aaron, however you want to say it? Nothing. Nothing. A bird black as the sun. Oh my god, I'm so. It, look at the cover. How pretty is that? It's got a. It's got a crow on it. It reminds me of like the books you would read in high school. You yeah. know, in, like literature class. Read me one. Okay, let me find a short one. Yeah. Do, 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 I feel do. like I shouldn't touch that book right now. Like you should I'm not. Like I am grubbing up the. Yeah, you're grubbing up the edges. Omen. Okay, let's read. Okay. The felling. Mm-hmm. Give me lacerations a... on my forearms. Bear witness to the ornamental plum tree's struggle not to be downed. Deaf to the insistent uproar of crows around me. Too late, I saw. Oh my God, this is kind of scary. The crow of thorns above my head was a house of twigs. And horsehair still aloft, but a lit, a tilt, a ta, a tilt. It's too hot. One speckled teal blue eggshell lay broken at my feet. A dime of golden yolk pooled on rutted concrete. My God, does it? Okay, Ron Alexander. Uh, it, reddened concrete. Rutted. Oh, rutted. Yeah, I heard reddened, and I was like, I can't that's, fucking that's... talk, so I probably did say reddened or something. Who knows? Oh, you did great. Oh my god, Stacey, you did great. I don't know how to read a poem. Um, dramatically. Well, I feel like I tried, but like you did great. There's sentences in the middle of things, you know. Yeah, I don't like yeah. It. You try and read it like by the line, and then you're like, oh, there was no pause there. No, yeah, I don't. Get... The trees struggle not to be downed. <laughs> oh my god! Like... Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm gonna read these while super high. Oh my God! Will you, yeah, read them to me? Yes, I will. One hundred percent. Thank you. Tempo. I'm a crow, Caw-caw. grown tired of my wings, Aww. beating the vastness of sky under them. I want to be the earth of the cringing soil, and the scolding bones of men. I want to be the darkness, not of feathers. No longer fill my nest with shiny things, rings from Cracker Jack boxes. It is the time of hair and hands and blue eyes. Jesus, <laughs> I'm gonna love this. <laughs> I mean, I already do, but, you know, I I really will. Well, whoever sent that, thank you. Yeah, thank you. you. Oh, we have another one. Did it, like, this one's from Norway. <gasps> oh, shit. I don't even know where this one came from. I mean, it's Amazon Fulfillment Services, so it's from California. Customs documents enclosed. I actually don't know if this is, a like, a gift or if this is, like, anyway, you owe us a lot of money for your offshore bank accounts. <laughs> we don't have offshore. Do you have Aaron. 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 My phone is so hot. I my everything is hot. Well, oh. don't read the contents. What are you doing? I, I'm not. Oh. It's, I don't know what that says. Oh, it's probably like a no batteries, right? No batteries. It's from Frederick. Frederick. I don't know how to say your last name, Frederick. It starts with a B. Bjornstad. This is 100 percent how you say really it. Really glad you tried. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some scissors. Oh my Hold god, on. I'm so excited, Frederick. Can we call you Fred? Oh. Can we call you Drick? <laughs> okay. Let's see. Okay, I'm super excited. This shit is taped. Frederick! Frederick. I shouldn't do this. What if Frederick is like the name of the person who's like, yeah, I vouch that this is a box that should ship from Norway. Yeah, it's a box. Oh they my god, I'm so right. excited. <sighs> I hope that this could survive in fucking 4,000 degree heat. Hopefully it's not delicate chocolates. I'm just going to destroy the box because I don't I don't really know another way. I think she's panicking. <laughs> My gosh. What's going on over there? I don't know. Oh, I'm super excited. Bubble wrap. <laughs> she just really destroyed the box. 
Thanks. Yeah, she got it. Listen, I got it. Bubble wrap. <gasps> what is it? Let's make sure there's not a card on the other side. Okay. Okay. Oh. What is it? Stacy. Erin, what is it? <gasps> Stacy. It's not food, guys, so you'll be happy about that. What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? <gasps> Stop it. Murder to me. It's a fucking. Somebody made what this. What is this called? A cross stitch? Yes. No, what is that called? Yeah. Is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah. Oh my god, it's so pretty. It's hand cross stitched. I love this. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see. I stole the note. I feel like this is definitely behind. Holy fucking shit. (laughs) Okay, they said, my friends, so what happened was. I was bored with my knitting and crocheting, so I ordered myself a cross-stitch project, Lord of the Rings-inspired, of course, because hashtag nerd, three pictures that would take me one to one and a half years to finish. So I needed a new podcast with lots of fun and interesting, i.e. horrific, sickening, scary, and disturbing episodes to keep me company while stitching. After all, I can't just sit there and stitch in silence like a psycho. And then what happened was (laughs) I found you guys. (gasps) Yay! Just chilling over there, bringing... Bringing and being all I needed, making me cringe and laugh and feeling like I got myself a couple of new friends. Oh, you do. Yeah. I loved hanging with you so much that I finished my project in four months, motivated (gasps) by just one more episode. Yeah. Or, goddamn, I need some alone time with my peeps. Hell yeah. So when I was done, what happened was (laughs) I had some leftover thread and stuff, so I made you this as thanks for many hours of entertainment and companionship for getting to feel all the goddams with you, <gasps> and for your podcast being an excellent excuse for so many to go do something for themselves. Oh my god, oh. that's so fucking nice. Oh, I'm gonna melt. I love this. Looking forward to many hours crafting with you. Love from... Oh, now you gotta say a name. That's gonna be hard. No, wait, she says how to say it. Oh, thank god. Uh, thank you. There's a P.S. Hang on. Okay. I'll say the name in one second, but there's okay. a P.S. Yes, that's my name. I'm Norwegian. Should you try to pronounce it, it's like Sylvia without the S and I. So, Yulva. Yulva. Fucking heck, you got it. <laughs> Yulva. It is, of course, a Viking Old Norse name. It means she-wolf. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Okay, that's lady. That's dangerous. So dangerous. Dude, I'm so fucking sweaty. I'm so sweaty. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yulva? It's like Sylvia, Sylvia? without the S and the I. Oh, wait. Yulva. Yulva. Okay, girl, you got to give us some easier words to parse together (laughs) than, like, taking them out in the middle and shit. (laughs) This letter, also fucking forget the J and put in a K. This shit is all silent. (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck is Frederick? My name's actually Mike. I think he's the guy that was just like, yeah, that's a box. (laughs) How fucking sweet. Wait, Yulva. 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 Sylvia. Yulva. Yulva. It looks like how it's how you spell it. Yulva. Oh, of course. Sylvia. <laughs> Please don't hate Yulva. us for getting that Yulva. wrong. Now we're practicing. Oh, my God. I Yulva. love this. Yulva, love thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. You are our best friend. Yeah. And I'm so glad that we could spend so many hours together. <laughs> and we're this is fucking behind us worthy. Yeah, this is yeah, this is going right here. Okay. You need a thumbtack? Um, yeah, we should work ground. on that off camera because I think it's going to need a little rearranging. Mm. Okay, fine. I mean, or I could just balance it on this shelf that is definitely not going to fall. I was going to do it on mine, and then I'm like, that's questionable. <laughs> Mine's less questionable. Dude, we have the coolest fucking listeners. You guys are amazing. We don't deserve you. Not at Honestly, all. Honestly, we don't deserve you. Not at all. But thank you. We appreciate you. Make you make me so happy. 
We love you. Thank you. That's so nice. I'm crying out of all of my pores. Yes, yeah, I have no more sweat left. Or spit? Saliva. Water. Oh. Yeah, to cry is what I meant. I gotcha. I gotcha. I don't know. That's why I'm I'm just crying out of all of my pores. Do you see my shins? They're wet. They are. Mine would be, but they're soaked up in this fucking thing. Okay, let me get this promo for you. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And bye. (laughs) Bye! (laughs) And if you're all caught up on our podcast, stay tuned for a promo from Malice and Mocktails. Hey friends, this is Katie, host of the true crime podcast, Malice and Mocktails. Join me every Monday as I dive deeper into both vintage and contemporary true crime cases from across the globe. And because true crime can be a bit of a bummer, I also share at the end of each episode, delicious mocktail and other alcohol-free beverage recipes. Thanks so much for listening. Cheers.